Greetings, everyone, and welcome to the My Beautiful Brown Life podcast. I'm your host, Dana Davis, and the My Beautiful Brown Life podcast is all about finding the courage to face the pain and address the false stereotypes towards people of color in order to create solutions. Now, on my last episode on the My Beautiful Brown Life podcast, I addressed the topic about the live-action Ariel. That is that they're casting Hallie, a beautiful brown girl like myself, but she undergoed a lot of backlash because Ariel is a pale-faced, red-haired woman. But we addressed the whole underlying stereotypes as well as the history of prejudices within the film industry. But today we are going to be talking about another topic that is something that most children, especially children like me, who was raised in a home where I was raised in a single parent home. And if you were raised in a home where you had both parents, but you had to be a responsible child and make sure that you got home even with or without your parents, but you had the keys in your hand, the house keys, but you had to get in. So you almost semi was responsible for yourself or you had to be responsible for making sure that you got from point A to point B with or without your parent. But this is also a movie review slash story about me, myself, and how I overcame so much um, things in my life. But also those different life lessons taught me an important lesson about self-sacrifice, about self-care, but most importantly, about how, as a young woman, how my life and my story can really impact the lives of others. And that's why I really want to share with you guys my story today. Yes, so today we're going to be talking about Pihu. This is an international Indian film. And what I love about this film is that me and my mother and my other siblings, we saw this film on Netflix. And what I love with this film is that Even though it didn't have, you know, papers moving all over the room, chairs opening by themselves, it didn't have those type of supernatural elements. It was, even though it didn't have any of that, it was so simple, but it also, I placed my mind, myself back in those moments when I was a latchkey child, meaning when me and my sister used to get home from the bus. Sometimes our brothers used to walk us home after they got off from school. Our mother was a nurse for a a long time and she never wanted us to have to go through that. She, someone had to keep the lights on, someone had to buy the groceries and she had to do it. It's sad to say that our, um, our whole situation wasn't better but she made the best of what she had and she even quitted her job so that she can be home and to see us at home or even take us to school and bring us home herself. So she has sacrificed so much and I'm so grateful for her and her life and her sacrifices has taught me the importance of self-sacrifice and the importance of putting the lives of others before yours. Because she has gone through so many waking nights at work as a nurse, sleepless, working, days straight without sleep, driving us to school, making sure that her eyes never closed, making sure that food was always on the table, raising four children by herself. That was not easy. Most importantly, she always made sure that me, my siblings, 
always our emotional needs were met most importantly like we never felt it or I never personally felt as though I was deprived of love speaking for myself personally my mother always made me feel confident she always told me Deanna you are beautiful never let anyone tell you different she always prayed with me she always supported me my ideas no matter how (laughs) far-fetched my ideas may have been she always supported me and most importantly she always taught me the importance of if I'm not here baby I want you to know that I'm going to show you different ways how you can take care of yourself as far as teaching me and my sister how to cook teaching us how to take care of our bandages using first aid kits using different tactics let's say if you're caught in an emergency situation she has always been there for me in that way so when I saw the movie Pihu I was so you know my spirit my heart every emotional vein that I had that movie tugged on it because I placed myself in Pihu's shoes because luckily when I was a last child I had my siblings with me and my mother was alive and well she was physically you know weak and deprived because of she had to do everything but she was spiritually strong but her body was also hanging on too like her her will her spiritual strength praise the lord for it kept her going but in this scenario in the Pihu film Pihu was a two-year-old girl whose mother apparently committed suicide but she did so while Pihu was sleeping and the husband, her and her husband got into an argument prior and she committed suicide. But she contemplated killing Pihu as well, but she couldn't bring her heart to do that. So I'm grateful that she didn't kill the child, but it's sad that no one saw that the mother needed someone to talk to or that um, it's sad that the mother didn't feel as though she had anything to live for because I understand that when you're a mom and when you're a single parent you go through a lot you go through a lot of adversities that can really weigh on you and you feel as though you're the only one going through you feel as though your back is against the wall I get that but at the same token some somewhere somehow some of us remember even though I feel this way, I have a child that looks up to me. I have a child that looks to me for strength, for nourishment, to take care of them. And it's sad that the mother felt as though she didn't have anything to live for other than her daughter. It's sad. And it was very heart wrenching to see people trying to get food. You know, as she was two years old, she was a little girl. She was so small. She couldn't even reach tall heights. She tried to heat up food in the microwave. She burned it. She tried to heat up food on the stove. She burned it. And the saddest thing is that she thought her mother was sleeping. She tried to wake her mother up, you know, even when she, you know, hit herself or um, burned her hand on iron or different things that occurred. She was crying and she looked at her mother for comfort. But the little girl did not know that her mother was dead. She cried. She you know, hugged her mother. She even tried to get her mother's attention in other ways. But that's the saddest thing. And what also was heart-wrenching for me is that to know that that could have been me in that moment. Because my mother, after years of working as a nurse, 
she underwent nerve surgery. She had surgery on her brain and she, we had to, you know, mature like 10 times faster and really help me through those moments. And I'm so grateful for those moments because that actually helped me to be independent and not feel as though I had to be at the will of someone else in my times of, you know, in my weakest moments. And I felt empowered to know that, you know, she had us and she didn't feel alone. And also what encouraged me so much and even even right now during my life is to see how she fought. She prayed, she pushed herself to walk again, to be the mother that we've always known her to be. And even in her times of grief and her times of joy, she's always, her spirit was always strong, no matter what. And I want any mother to know, if you're listening to this right now, if you're a mom, if you're a husband, if you're a little girl, who have seen their parents work so hard, who have seen so much devastation in your life, know that none of those situations are your fault. The body shuts down at some point. We, if our spirits are not strong enough, if we don't feel as though we have anything to live for, some of us end up taking our lives. And that's what we as people must really address and break down as to that reason as to why some of us kill ourselves because we may feel as though we have no purpose we have nothing to live for we have um we are tired of being humiliated some of us kill ourselves for public humiliation some of us destroy ourselves because we feel as though there's no love we cannot there's no there's no breathing room for a man for a woman some of us kill ourselves because of a bad relationship that's the saddest things that we kill ourselves over things that mean nothing meaningless because you can have all the money in the world but if you're not happy then what's the point you can have the best relationship in the whole world but if you're not happy if spiritually your heart and your spirit is not alive in that relationship. And if, let's say if that significant other is unfaithful towards you, he feels that you're not worthy enough. I'm here to tell you right now that you are worthy. The, the Lord says that you are spiritually and wonderfully made. You are worthy. Don't let anyone define who you are as a person, as a man, as a woman as a human being who deserves to live and walk and breathe just as anyone else because on the my beautiful family podcast i want to address these topics and the pain that trickles and that motivates these different triggers that says okay you go in there and you hang yourself and you feel much better those there's triggers that pushes us there no one gets to suicide that level of wanting to themselves overnight is a build-up situation some of us see it some of us don't and that's the saddest thing and that's what this movie people who addressed is that they were signs or what the movie left as a cliffhanger is that there are certain situations that we may think that are 
just small and simple, but they're huge. And that's what I love that that movie addressed is that as women and as spouses in a, in a marriage, you should not feel as though you're in it alone. And neither should you disregard the fact that you have someone looking up to you as a, you have a child. You have someone who's still in need of you. And as a woman and as a young girl, we all need to remember that we all have responsibility to each other. And the movie P Who is actually based on a loosely based on a real story that happened in New York City. It actually happened in New York last year, according to the reports of this. Um, and actually, this story is reported, and it's according to the NBCNewYork.com, and it states that a three-year-old girl lived with her dead mother inside an apartment for two days before being rescued by the police. And the report stated that the child survived only on cereal that was spilled on the floor while her mother lay dead on the bed. And she was rescued by the cops and was hospitalized. The girl was highly dehydrated, but survived, for which she was called survival remarkable. And this is, um, it's not confirmed if Pihu is based on this incident, but there are certainly a lot of similarities between the two stories. And this movie Pihu was directed by Bidon Kurit, Kur, um, Capri, and Pihu primarily featured two-year-old Myra Bashwarkam, and she played the leading role. And honestly, I loved that this film brought you in to the story. It brought you in to the real reality that you can be rich, you can claim that you're happy, but at the end of the day, we all have those moments where we feel as though we're depleted that we feel as though we have nothing else to live for. And in those moments, we need to remember. We need to remember that there's someone, someone looking up to us. Someone looking up to us for strength, for support, for love. And when you remember that, you will come off that ledge and you will decide to live. But thank you guys so much for watching. And thank you guys so much for tuning in because at the end of the day, we all deserve to live a beautiful life. We all deserve to get rid of the, the pain and clear the air of the different hindrances that's impacting our souls and our spirit. And this is why I created the My Beautiful Brown Life podcast. But don't forget to, to share this a podcast, comment, as well as send us your questions so I can address them here on the show. Whether you have any questions regarding the show or on this or through today's episode, or if you have any stories based off your experience with being a latchkey child, or if you are a single parent who had to, you know, raise their children to learn how to fend for themselves, or if you had to um, sacrifice your jobs just for the sake of being home with your child because you do not want to leave them at home to fend for themselves in that way. Let me know. And you can also visit my website to learn more about me and watch me on YouTube to see my My Beautiful Brown Life journey. And also, you can become a proud supporter of the My Beautiful Brown Life movement 
by donating monthly to our podcast so we can keep discussing topics like this. But thank you guys so much for joining us today on the My View on the My View for Bar Life podcast, as well as joining me on our other platforms that we share our stories and we address issues on. And on the next episode, we're going to be talking about how can a young adult communicate better with their parents. And this topic is something that I have personally grown with and address with my own mother and even with other adults that were in my life. And I'm going to be sharing with you guys my story here on my future episodes that I'll be posting on this podcast that will be sharing with you discussions that I'm going to be having with my mother too. But thank you guys so much for watching today's episode and I'm your host Dana Davis and peace be with you.